Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Comfort Foods, a companion series for D&D&D, where I, James Gressel, interview fun people about their comfort foods, both the delicious dishes that nourish our bodies and the art and culture that feeds our souls. Very excited today to be joined by dear friend of the show, friend in real life, Nick Scartarossi, actor, stand-up comedian, hilarious man. I'm so excited to do this. Fellow Wolverine. That's right. Uh, welcome to the show. This is a fun. That was a great intro. You 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 said before we started recording that you've been doing this for four years. And, uh, <laughs> There's you the really evidence. Did it. Like the intro, I was like, he has been doing this for four years. So that's great. <laughs> that was great. It was really like very professional. Thank I mean, you. not that it wouldn't be, but it was like, I was like wow, <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> Sometimes you do podcasts and like the intros are like they're not. They're not, you know, like there's some that I don't want to besmirch any podcast name, but uh, that was very good. That was really well. Thank you. Top tier. Well, I, I think both of us uh, early in our, our podcast listening days were fans of uh, 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 Pete Holmes's show where he would just be like, they would just be talking and then be like, are, is this to be, are we doing it? Are we recording mm-hmm. in like five minutes? I thought you show, were so. doing that to me at, at the start. I, I was thought like, about is this going to be a Pete Holmes situation? <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. I did think God, I about it. that all the time. But uh, it's, yeah. I, I need to do the intros to like get into it. You know, I don't know. I don't know if you have like anything that you do before you go on stage or anything. But like, if I don't do, like, even like sometimes, uh, a couple times through the course of D and D and D, we've faked continuations. Sorry, anybody who peeked behind the curtain, uh, we've <laughs> we've faked continuations where we had to stop recording and then pick up where we left off. I I still said the intro and then cut it out later. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, like, you know, I, it helps to get the yeah. get you into the into the game. I I don't know if I, uh, yeah, I guess I, I I like I'm very quiet before shows. I don't mm-hmm. really like to talk to people a lot, uh, and people always think that I like. I I've had people think that I like hate them, <laughs> and I don't. I'm just very nervous all the time. Because um, like I love it's it. Once I get onto a stage, it's, it it goes away. But before being on a stage, I'm I'm like a wreck mm-hmm. all the time. It's just, it's, it's so, it's so scary. Uh, yeah, that's always, it, since I was a kid, it's always been like that. It, you still do it. You can overcome that. Cause that, that's something that's Dude. kept me from ever trying. Yeah. Even well, it goes even improv, on stage. Yeah. You're, you're it's, fine. It's like, yeah, it's totally gone. It's, to, I mean, like there's been a couple times where I've gotten thrown, uh, or like, like, like once or twice, but for the most part, yeah, it just, it, I, I, I love a crowd. I love a crowd. So it's like it, it always just goes away, especially when when you say something. I guess in in, in the sta- case of stand up, when you say something and you hear the audience is on your side and laughing, it's like, oh, okay, here we go. You oh, know sure, what I mean, yeah. like this is this is a, a group effort. I'm just telling the joke, but we're all creating the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So 
Yeah, yeah, I, I love. Yeah, but the the lead up, I always I always say it's like um, it's like uh, it's like skydiving or like jumping off a really high diving board. Mm. Like the lead up is terrible, but once you're dropping, there's that like sensation, uh, and it's really it is like a drug. I, I'm so jealous of that. I I really am. I admire so much what you do. Uh, it's so funny. Uh, I was talking to James about this the other day, or, or I was just on the Dead Meat podcast. And uh, we were talking about how long we had known each other. And going back into college, it's 10 years. Mm-hmm. Like you you were in my 290 class. We we knew, you know, we had crossed paths because we had this class together. But, you know, but we weren't yeah. friends until later. But we were in my 290 class in 2009. It is. It, yeah. I mean, I've known. So I've known Joel the longest. Mm-hmm. I, I knew Joel because I, I auditioned for a short film that he did called Wine, Wine and Die, I think it was called. And I was in it. And and James was a like a like a I don't know if he was like a PA or like he was like working on the lighting for it. But I remember I like I met Joel and then I met James like when I was like 18. So weird. Now I'm 30. <laughs> it's like nuts. And then, yeah, you and Mark and, and Chelsea. I mean, like. Yeah, it goes so some of the some of the people in the group I've known Ross. I've yeah. known Ross for like almost ten years now. It's like, yeah, that is truly a, a wild the passage of time. Yeah. Very odd. <laughs> uh it it is crazy just the 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 way that that this has gone and everything and, and just the, the journeys and stuff. And uh I'm so excited to have you on here and and, and finally um you did a drunk Disney and stuff, and it, but that that mm-hmm. was like practical folks was really kind of James's thing, and, and I'm I'm really excited to have you on here and 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 work on do this thing together. Uh, uh, is is really really great. Um, even though all we're gonna do is talk about two really uh incredible things, your comfort foods, which you have chosen. Um, mm-hmm. great choices. I'm so pumped to talk about these. Uh, your food you chose was ramen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so much to get into about that. I, I can't wait. And then your your pop culture comfort food, uh, Detective Pikachu, which <laughs> I, I I watched last night. It kicks fucking ass. <laughs> yeah, was it your first time watching? No, it? no, we watched it. Uh, we watched it when it came out. Uh, for uh home release. Uh, missed uh-huh. it in theaters, and but then you know it had that awesome trailer that everybody got really excited for. Um. Missed it in theaters <clears throat> when it came out for home release. I was so excited to see it. We like bought it on digital. So when I went yeah. back to watch it, it was like you purchased this is, you know, in your library or whatever. I forgot that I actually like bought it. Uh, yeah. So it was ready to go. I can. Uh, and now I'm like, I'm, I'll watch this movie. Yeah, I'm glad I own this now. This movie's great. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, it, it really a uh, great pick. I, I, I think. I, I, I'm curious to talk to you about it because I can totally see uh, see it as like a comfort food type movie. I, I want to start with ramen because uh, ramen, I think, uh, is an interesting pick because for me, uh, I came to ramen later in life pretty much as an adult with like good ramen, um, mm-hmm. you know, like restaurant ramen. And I'm curious um, if that's, like when you say ramen, are you talking about any kind of like Asian type noodle soup, or do you mean specifically like the nice uh, restaurant ramen that we can get like here in LA? That's so amazing. 
or like, or is this including like, do you have fun memories in college of like the packets and and the bricks of noodles and stuff? You know, like, like which ramen are we talking here? That's funny. I didn't even think about that. Um, uh, definitely the restaurant one. I mean, like, I, you know, I <clears throat> in in Michigan, I never had like fine ramen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, yeah, I just never. <clears throat> when I was when I was growing up. My, uh, my mom would make um, uh, a milk called pastina or like minestrina, mm-hmm. um, which is like a, it's like a kind of like soup, um, mm-hmm. but with, with um, noodles in it. But it's not and like Parmesan. It's like not, it's not very overbearing. It's very, it's very, it's like a very, um, I don't want to say bland, but it's like a very basic meal. It's, um, a ju- so it's think, utilitarian. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's nothing like, it's nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, um, <clears throat> but it's very Italian. Like it's like, you know, a couple ingredients and like, bam, you know, you're good. Uh, uh, and I think that I've always just really liked, you know, that just like the calmingness of like a soup, like a broth based food. Um, and so, uh, uh, yeah, I mean the, the college ramen definitely always loved cause it was like a dollar. Um, and it's such an easy, like, you know, you go and you just put hot water in and you're good to go. Um, uh, but my, but the real, the comfort food, I guess I'm talking about is definitely like LA, you know, that stuff, like, uh, like. Kai ramen, mm-hmm. Tatsu, um, oh God, Slurpin ramen, Jinya. Silver Lake, Jinya. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, I've had, yeah, I've had all of them. Uh, <laughs> they, it's, I love ramen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Kai, Kai is so good. We just, uh, Erica and I just had it recently. Uh, it, it, like, it's something we turn to when it rains in LA. It's like, That's- oh, that's the thing. Yes, yes, awesome. I'm so glad you said Every time. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, it's the best. It's the best. Well, because ramen is like, I think ramen is like an inherently rainy day food. Mm-hmm. And I really miss, that's the one, I love Los Angeles. But the one thing I really miss about home is is mm. thunderstorms yeah. and rain. And and whenever it's cold or it's raining or it's cold and rainy, mm-hmm. Anna and I get ramen like every time. It is it is the best rainy day food. Yeah. I, I you get com- to watch it waft. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, God. I feel exactly the same way. It's such a like, like there's so many reasons I get excited for it to rain in LA now uh, for, for those same reasons. Like I miss Michigan thunderstorms so much. It never Mm -hmm. thunderstorms like that out here. Uh, And when we do get good lately, we've been getting, getting good rain, which has been awesome. Um, When we do get it, it's so rare. It's like, we need an indulgence to go along with this. And Mm -hmm. like ramen is, indulgent even though it's you know deceptively kind of simple like it's still it's so fatty and and you know there's yeah yeah, like the noodles and everything and i inevitably whenever i order ramen will order extra soup and extra noodles like yeah (laughs) (laughs) like i'm gonna want more of this you know yeah Uh, Matsu has um the the corn you can get uh, the the, uh, extra corn is free mm -hmm. So we always get like like three or four things of corn. Of corn. Sorry, Tatsu. <laughs> <laughs> but it's great. So yeah, it's just great. I love adding it. I've only recorded uh, one other of these so far, but I have a, another one set up. And, you know, um, the, the foods that have been chosen, uh, pot roast, mac and cheese, chicken soup, mac and cheese. Um, mm. They're very like, you know, classic uh stuff you had when you were kids you know like tied to memories and stuff 
I'm interested uh, for you that you chose both both thing both of your choices really um, something that doesn't have like childhood. Well, I guess Pokemon might, but uh, mm-hmm. but with ramen, something that doesn't necessarily have childhood memories attached to it for com- for for comfort. Like, um, so what is it about? uh ramen that makes it so comforting to you although i guess there's that weather connection kind of but but is beyond that yeah. what what makes it so comforting um i mean i think it's like well it's like it's like i was saying with with uh, my mom making the soup i think and that's just the connection i was like oh maybe that's it but like mm-hmm. yeah I, I just think it's it's um i mean i love flavor but the, ugh, it's hard to explain it's like it's it's it just it's warm and it's inviting and it's not like it's just it's classic you know it's it's and that's not to say there's not twists on ramen but it's such like a i i don't don't know i love i love when people take food to different places and really interesting spots but i think that ramen is one of those dishes that's just like it's been here for how many years Mm -hmm. and it'll always be you know there's just this like basic set of ramen I mean, maybe I'm totally butchering it. Maybe there's like a Japanese person who's like, fuck this white dude and his like complete <laughs> lack of knowledge on ramen, uh, which is valid. But I don't know. I just make it to, to me. It's like you said, it's a very, it's very simple. It's very good. And it's very, it's very warm. And it just feels like you're, it's like a blanket, it's like a blanket of food. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. I, I, I get that same feeling when I have ramen of like a blanket, like there's something about mm-hmm. the like really fatty broth and like the way that the noodles are and the way that it just kind of like, even the like slurping physical action of it is just kind of like washing over you. Well, I was saying it's, it's like the one thing that like, I, I, I get like, I do not like slurping. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like it when it's ever like, I remember when I used to have friends that would like sleep over my house and we'd eat cereal in the morning and my friends would like slurp the cereal. And it just like, ugh. I still remember being like as a child being so grossed out by it, but there's something about ramen that's just like, enjoy, you know what I mean? Like everybody's just, I don't know. Vibe it. Yeah. <laughs> ramen is such a vibe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, it really is like, there's, there's just something, there's just something about it. Like it is, I don't know. Maybe it's more commonplace for for people who grew up with it in their culture, or or you know, um, but I I just think that there's like a specialness to it for me still. Of like, it's still kind mm-hmm. of this newish thing to me. Yeah, having just really discovered it as an adult. Like I remember mm-hmm. in college, a ramen place opened up in Ann Arbor on Liberty across from borders and i was like what do you mean 14 dollars for ramen you know <laughs> like <laughs> right right like what what are you what are we doing here <laughs> yeah like yeah. not knowing and have, having no idea what it was and then just being absolutely blown away when i had real ramen and and just like oh this is what it can be what i think one of the other things about ramen is that my my birthday every year is like a drunk time. It's a drunk event. And it always ends with uh, the group going to get ramen. And like, even I remember one of the first times I, I think we did this, one of the first huge shows I hosted, I ran in LA, like we got ramen afterwards. And it's like, I just think it's like, if it's a rainy day, ramen. If you're having a bad day, ramen. If you are drunk, ramen. Like it's always, it's just like always there to catch you, I think. 
for me anyway, personally. That sounds perfect. Uh, that sounds like the perfect uh, comfort food. Like that sounds it, like yeah. it exactly does what we all want comfort foods to do. Like when you need something, when you need that go-to meal and experience of what that meal is, that's what the, it's there for you. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's cool that you've, you've, you've mentioned like those big moments like that. Cause one of the things that I want to, you know, that I'm asking people about is, like, you know, are there any kind of big moments that are tied to your comfort foods a lot? You know, when I think about it, it's like stuff from, you know, childhood. But like, I think it's it's cool that you have these more, uh, you know, adult kind of milestones that you're you're celebrating with this thing that like that's mm -hmm. that's really is any part of it like. This is your life out here, like this is your life as an adult, and it's kind of different from back home at all or just because I, I i mean i don't you know i'm not trying to put words in your mouth at all but i'm just i just wonder because like like for me coming out to la was such a big deal mm -hmm, you know same. like it's such a yeah. huge change um and my life out here is so different from my life back home um you know and i didn't move out right away so i had like a little bit of an adult life um in michigan uh and it, it there's a it's a there's a demarcation you know between michigan and la um and you know i i have a lot of things that bridge that obviously but uh i wonder i'm curious is 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 part of it um just celebrating where you are now at all oh um that's interesting hmm. um maybe yeah i guess so i never really thought about it like that yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I just never like thought about ramen as as like a to me. Every time someone mentioned ramen in the Midwest, it's like it's like that cup. It's two right. minutes of hot water, yep. and then it's and then you drop powder in. And so mm -hmm. I never thought about it like like a you know a, like a meal meal. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I guess yeah, when I had it, it was just such a shock, you know. Um, and I live in K Town, so it's like there's a lot of like amazing like asian food in general mm -hmm. in k-town for sure um thai food korean food um and then you know your uh, uh japanese ramen um and i think that i'm also like you know you know this but like my mom is from italy so like i, I grew up just like italian food all the time so i think i think that i i associate and we you know ate sushi and stuff like that back home but i associate la with such a broadening of my palate mm -hmm. to and really and really get into like asian foods um and i think ramen was just the most the most comfort of them for sure you know i mean like i have like a i'm very i love any any you know uh um asian food vietnamese food uh, uh korean you know chinese food obviously uh really really solid amazing chinese food in los angeles um but yeah, I think that ramen is definitely yeah, kind of like exemplified that that you're right that that change to mm -hmm. kind of like a new a new place, you know, especially like such a melting pot as Los Angeles. Yeah, it's just like every neighborhood you go, there's like a different, you know, some of the best Mexican food I've ever had in my life is like just like a, a truck, yeah. you know, yeah, and, right. And it's like you're just like holy hell, a um, a, yeah, so, a guy yeah. in a, a propane flat top grill in a parking lot, you know, yeah, like, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. And it, yeah, it's just, I think it's really cool. And like, it's, it's, you know, it's like gratitude. It's like anybody can cook, you know, it's, and, and 
I love I love that about Los Angeles. It's like this every there's flavor in every street. Um, and so yeah, I think that ramen probably does represent a little bit of that for me. Uh, that's that change. That's really cool. That's a it's we have a uh, a a group chat, a food group chat with some of our friends mm-hmm. that that you and I are 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 in, and and I love how different everybody's taste is in that chat yeah. where, where you have, there's just stuff all over the place. It's everybody's challenging each other with ter- in terms of taste and everything. And you have, you know, a couple of our friends have spice tolerances that like lead stomachs and then where I can barely handle any spice and like, you know, but, but I want to, because then the competitive part of me is like, but I, I got to do it. Um, yeah. you know, and, and, and I, I do, really love that about uh living here that there's so many options and we have uh you know this great group that that loves food and and wants to try new things and we're not just you know going back to in and out over and over you know like there's a right (laughs) you know um yeah i i love that there's there's so much new uh tastes out there you know and 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 i think it's 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 like you know it's by virtue of living in a place with, with all this food, yeah, you are more likely to take the dive and try something that you might not have tried, mm-hmm. you know, living in a place where it's not, you know, yeah, it, 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 it becomes, you know, uh, uh, less normal um, if it's not part of your, you know, yeah. every day or you're, you're seeing all these things. So it's like, I mean, I go through this all the time. I, you know, people don't want to have calamari or like, you know, uh, uh, that's where it's a squid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, calamari is squid, but like, you know what I mean? It's like, they yeah. see like the tentacles and they're like, Ooh, gross. And it's right. like, well, no, just try it. Right. There's a reason that people have eaten this food for, you know, hundreds of thousands of years. For sure. It's good. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I completely agree. I think, yeah. Calamari is such a, that was one of the first ones for me where like, that like really made me realize Oh, I am not a picky eater because I was like <laughs> I was like a kid when I first had calamari. My dad likes it a lot, so like you know, I was like, oh yeah, I'll eat it. Dad's eating it, whatever. And it just yeah, it just has tentacles on it, but you just eat it, you just eat it, and it's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What I, most yeah. if people are eating it as food, it's probably good. You know? yeah, yeah yeah you give it a shot. Yeah. I mean, there are like a couple things I won't. You know, there's that one. There's that one thing on. Uh, succession that bird oh, the ortolan like illegal yeah. yeah i won't yeah. eat that that's i mean that's uh, arguing animal abuse <laughs> but uh because it's like illegal i think it, yeah yeah because the the method of of uh of making it is horrific yeah so uh, I, won't, I won't eat that but yeah. that's that's not uh because i'm not curious um, right that's just because i feel terrible for yeah. that little bird. Yeah, it's an ethical decision um, right yeah there's an ethical yeah i i draw the line at <laughs> there's an ethical uh, issue yeah. which is i will say to draw this back to ramen uh uh i i now eat ramen with chicken beef or tofu uh which i i love pork i love pork so much but i saw a video of a little pig and <laughs> and it it they're so smart they're and i don't really smart, eat bacon yeah. anymore and it it, it kill, i mean every now and then i'll have a little bit of pork but like Oh, like this little pig was decorating its home. Like it literally went outside and got flowers. For sure. And so now it's like you want like a pork broth, which oh, so good. But now I think about that little pig. <laughs> but I can't. I yeah. really think about it. It was deeply affected. It was <laughs> deeply like I was. I remember watching and I was like, how could I eat this poor little animal? It's like, I hope I never see like a cow. You know, painting its living room. <laughs> <laughs> 
pork, pork is tough because pigs are, are really they're smarter than dogs people say and like they are yeah. you know they're like I, I i i do love it though my my thing with meat as i as i you know mature as a as a food person a home cook and uh, as a person um i'm just trying to source it better you know trying to mm. trying to really find better sources of meat because you know there there is a i'm not going to talk out of my ass about the like you know about meat versus vegetarianism or whatever you know mm-hmm. do do what you want um i i there's you know i i totally understand the health benefits of eating less. i have eaten less and less meat as i've gotten older you know now i i probably only have meat a couple times a week um mm-hmm. but i will eat red meat still um oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. uh and i love pork and ramen i will always get the pork it's ramen. so good <laughs> it's uh, so good uh it's it's so it's just so good like the the slow cooked pork belly and the ramen and the little the, that, fat. the fat yeah it's uh have you ever so uh have you ever thought about making it at home no i mean it's maybe. a lot it's a lot <laughs> it's a lot and it's like it's it's like yeah i don't know i mean maybe like a fun time you know trying it but i don't think it would be like i don't think it would be that good you know it's like and it's all around me you know yeah Uh, yeah maybe one day but but there's so there's so much good ramen down the street but it's like okay i'll pay 15 dollars for sure i probably cost me 30 and then i'd have to spend a couple hours and then if you're really thinking about it it's like that's costing time Yes, that's true. That's a big part of it. With the the third season of this show, which we were in um, when COVID happened, um, mm-hmm. was like inspired by Japanese food and stuff. And I was gonna make uh, I was gonna make a ton of really good Japanese food for the team, and I ended up not getting to do that. Um, but I was gonna make ramen, and I looked into the process, and it is involved. It's like really, they, oh yeah, the 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 soup, the broth is a whole thing like bones and meat and cooking it down for like a day and a half and like yeah it's a a whole process that i i would have done but i wasn't that upset to not have to do Uh (laughs) there's a i didn't know that yeah i like i i will i will take my time with with um you know with with cooking stuff i've i've been working on corned beef all week for for patty's day but uh that is just it's it's it, it would have been an investment of materials and time that like yeah like you said like there's there's professionals doing this yeah a stone's throw throw from me so yeah, yeah. there's like it, it would feel there's this one thing have you ever had this is i mean like forgive me i'm you know this is gonna ruin my career but uh, uh have you ever had um do you know what a sushi zuka is no what those are they're they're i mean they're abominations but basically it's like it's like a it's like a you know, like a 12 inch pvc essentially a pvc pipe okay and it opens and then you put rice on either side and then you put like you get like sushi grade um like salmon and then you can put avocado and whatever and then you close it and then there's a latch and there's a thing on the end and then a pump <laughs> and then you uh <laughs> and then you wet um seaweed uh paper and you put it down a plate and then you it's, you you make sure like there's like, a top on it and you press the pump. So it like, oh, flattens then, against the top. Yeah. you take the top off and you kind of, you kind of, you know, zhuzh it out. Yeah. Um, 
and then and then you cut it with like a serrated knife and you have sushi um and like it's not ever going to be as good as you know a person that is like tra- like you know jiro dreams of sushi like, you're never going <laughs> to be at that level yeah you know but there's like a there's there's still like a little fun like sushi you know because mm-hmm. it takes two seconds right i don't think that that can happen with ramen if there was a dumb abomination <laughs> way to create good ramen yeah i mean i guess there's the cup the packet yeah all right there, yeah, yeah that's yeah, as that's close the- <laughs> as we can get i guess yeah uh, but yeah you know i i uh I, I really try to I hope that like in our food chat and stuff, you know, I I, I don't want to come off as like a snob anymore. There was a time in my life where I did. Um, I think you're a very clear guiding. Man. <laughs> you, you, you and Mark are like, you know, I mean, like I can, I can cook, but like I have a I have a limited uh, rest, like a menu. You, you guys are like, my goodness. Oh, you try. Yeah. You know, but but like you know, if you want a sushi zuka, then go for it. You know, <laughs> maybe maybe that maybe doing that will get you to then want to you know try to learn how to do it for you know for real or, yeah. or the traditional way or whatever. But like you know, make food that you like. Kind of is where I'm at at this point. Like you know, if you mm-hmm. like, I personally would never in a million years dream of using a slap chop or something like that. Um, <laughs> like one of those, you know, one of those like dicers or, or anything like but like if that's what you need to do to dice your onions then then go for it you don't need yeah you know, the classic technique I, um, bought, I bought a little cube that does that for garlic but we never used it for gar- garlic but now we just use it for wally's my dog's like food what has to be like crushed up <laughs> i bought we bought it in palm springs and i was like i'm never going to use this but i was so delighted to be in palm springs that i would just <laughs> ever been in a place where you just like spend money yeah you're like jazzed to be there have you been I, to solving garlic thing north of la I, I have been to solving yeah. uh and they have a killer jamaican restaurant what i don't know why it's there <laughs> uh, i don't know how it happened uh uh if you don't if you're listening and you don't know solving it's like this very fun little town in california that's like modeled after denmark yeah it's it's like like a danish town yeah it's 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 uh yeah yeah, it's wild it's got windmills and yeah it's very very yeah and antique stores Mm -hmm. and it's like oh it's so fun but then there's this jamaican place uh and 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 it's amazing (laughs) it's like this dude who like trained in jamaica uh, and then i i next time we're in solving i'm gonna look for it i love jamaican food it's it's too spicy for me but i love it Mm -hmm. yeah it's so good it's It's so so good good. i I think i had like a crab sandwich or something like that it was like yeah it was was delicious and i was just like how did how did you end up in solving you know what i mean it's like it just seems so off like the for any 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 food that's not Danish, I'm yeah. like, what is how? Right. It's yeah, right. like when when there's about eight different places to get Abel Skeever, and then, and then <laughs> there's this weird Jamaican place. That sounds awesome. I'm gonna look for that next time I'm there. I love that. Which I love its name. when there's weird restaurants like that in places. Like, how did you end up here and then have this amazing restaurant? There's a, there's an incredible little uh, Mexican restaurant in Traverse City, Michigan. That's like mm. off, like not in downtown Traverse City. It's like south of town, away from the water and everything. And it's so good. It's like it's like Mexican food out here because mm-hmm. you know because the people you know uh, are making it come from that tradition and everything. And it, it's just so fun to have this like in the middle of northern Michigan, this cool little Mexican place. You know, I love yeah. that kind of I love that kind of shit. It's so food's amazing. I, I've always been. 
yeah, I've always been really fascinated by that. I think it's like by like virtue of like my mom, you know, like, like, you know, my dad went to medical school in Italy and he met my mom and like, blah, 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 they came, you know, but, but I was always like, wow, it's kind of nuts that my mom ended up in Michigan, mm-hmm. you know? And so like, whenever you like find like a really good food place, it's like not American. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm always like, wow, what is the story that like, it's like New York and California. I understand, you know, like those are big coastal hubs, but it's really cool to like hear people's stories of like, you know, coming to nowhere and like making just yeah. unbelievably good food. Uh, Middle Eastern food in in detroit in in metro detroit is is oh, an dude. example of that of like oh my god this is so amazing and yeah i i chased that out here trying to get like what i could get in dearborn out here yeah my mom my mom lives in dearborn now um and like shops at a lot of markets and and uh she's obsessed with middle eastern food it's and it so is good. so good so good unbelievably yeah. good i i i'm sitting i two middle eastern cookbooks behind me <laughs> that i just oh, really? re- that i just recently got because i i i uh also uh my doctor told me to eat more middle eastern in, in my diet so it's an actual oh. also very healthy for you so okay uh, i'm uh i'm exploring more middle eastern flavors in my in my cooking you know i should say i should say this i i think that i think that i i like cooking and i think i there's this documentary about a record producer and i forget his name but he's like a very influential guy and he's like the most interesting man in the world. And later on in life, uh, he's still alive, I think. But like when he got to his like fifties and sixties, he got really, really into cooking, and he became like this like dynamite cook. Uh, in addition to all the other crazy shit that he did in his life, and I think that that's going to be like I think that's like my trajectory. Like I think I'm going to be very busy trying to be an actor <laughs> now. And then, like one day, hopefully, it all works out. It's going like, to a very big kitchen, and yeah. then I'll be like, oh, okay, now. Now's the now time. I will become yeah yeah this great chef just for fun yeah you know like I don't just I, you, you know I'm I'm too uh, right now I'm just like too too young and full of verve uh, <laughs> and ambition and I think that later on hopefully if things work out it'll be a you know I'll just be like oh cool yeah I think I'll cook today yeah <laughs> I think I'll, I'll really you know good a good college try like uh like Favreau with with his like uh chef show and stuff where he just goes yeah. and does he just lo- clearly loves to cook now and yeah he can do whatever he wants cuz he made Iron Man and you know so and like a lot of John Favreau is like he has quite the uh filmography not to get yeah. into oh, Favreau yeah, totally. here yeah, no whatever yeah. there's no rules <laughs> i mean yeah, like he's, i'm he's, sure uh... that there's people whose comfort food is elf so like you know uh that's Hannah's comfort, probably her comfort film. She loves Elf. I mean, we we watch Elf every every Christmas. Instant classic. I, I think my brother in laws would probably be Swingers. Actually, he loves that movie. And like, the diner just got saved. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, the uh, the the like restaurant that they go to is not that restaurant anymore, but it's um it's Mess Hall in Los Feliz. Have you ever been there? It's, oh yeah, yeah. That that was that's the restaurant where that they that they're in in swingers so when my brother-in-law came to visit we went there it was like well it's a different restaurant now but this is where it is where it was i had no idea yeah oh my god that was one of the I used to go on dates to mess hall oh. it was like my spot mm-hmm. that's a it's a good yeah. date spot for sure when Eric before erica yeah. moved out here when she came to visit we would go to me- we would go to mess hall because yeah it's got yeah. the like patio and everything yeah, it's, like, and- it's like it's like uh it's like almost too expensive yep but 
you're right there. Yeah. You're like, if you're like trying to make an impression, it's like, for sure, you, you know, it, it definitely had that, uh, that almost too expensive when we were in our mid twenties. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back then it was, it was bordering on exp- too expensive. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Many a times I would go on a date and then I'd pay for it and I'd be like, oh, goodness. <laughs> no more dates for a little while. <laughs> I don't have this kind of money. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, I also think about like, eventually, am I just going to start cooking? But, you know, I, I don't, I've got other things to do yet before. Yeah. Before I, I disappear into the kitchen. Just never yeah. to be seen it's again. Like- <laughs> Right. It's like, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a retired thing for me. That's how I look at it. It's like, I want to like, I just want to like grow old in a small Italian town and just like make food, like delicious food. <laughs> just the, the, the church bell rings and the villagers flock to the oh. table. And <laughs> yeah, I think about that all the time. And like, like I was we were saying earlier, it's like uh, getting on stage is like a drug. And, but sometimes I'm like, man, maybe the stronger drug is just to like, live in a like a cute little italian home and like walk down a cobblestone street it's just like oh you see that and it's like it it just it just feels like you you, life is it feels like that's life like Mm -hmm. that's what life is supposed to be you know right good food and and and, uh nice surroundings i know every time we watch uh fellowship another another contender for personal comfort food um Mm. and the the beginning with concerning hobbits where they're describing the, the hobbit lifestyle and it's just Mm-hmm. you know primarily concerned with the brewing of ales and the smoking of pipe weed and i'm like yeah <laughs> that's it i could that's i could it. get down with that i could get down <laughs> with with uh with a uh, hobbit life for sure um oh yeah one more question i have about ramen and then i do want to talk about detective pikachu because it was such okay. a joy <laughs> um I still, I still haven't quite figured out how to bridge the, these conversations but it still uh-huh. seems very <laughs> Uh, very um, separate, but but I'll, both, I'll figure uh, it out. Japanese, yeah, yeah, that's true. They, you know, they, yeah, that's a, there's a an origin, especially with ramen and all the access we have to it here, and all the different ramen shops. Are you like, are you just like any ramen is good, or any you know ramen of a certain any restaurant ramen is good, or are you like out for the best ramen? Are you like looking for like where if you see like an Eater LA article or something that's like the top ramen spots are you like we got to hit these mm-hmm. um or 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 does that not really matter to you it's like i know that if i'm going to a ramen place in la it's going to be good regardless and it's going to give me what i need or are you chasing some sort of ramen dragon <laughs> some porky dragon um, that's funny uh um i mean I will go, listen, if there's like an Eater LA article and it's like, this is the greatest ramen on earth, or I see like a TikTok and it's like, this is the best ramen of all time, then I will, I will seek it out. You know, I will, I'm always down to, to try, you know, like, like I have, I have very, you know, there are places that I'm like loyal to for sure, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, but, but I always, I will always want to compare and compare. Like my favorite thing to do when I eat sushi is I, whenever I go to a new place, I get a shrimp tempura. My favorite thing again, I'm always like, how good is your shrimp tempura? Because mm-hmm. I've had some that have like blown my mind. Um, and so it's like, yeah, I mean, if there's like, if there's a top notch place. Yeah. I mean, I, I really, I go to, I used to be very loyal to Tatsu. Uh, and I love Tatsu. Shout out to Tatsu on Melrose. But Kai Ramen has definitely taken a bit of, it's quicker. Because uh, Tatsu is like a very, 
it's just very popular. So it's like very in demand. So it takes like an hour, whereas Kai, you can get it in like 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are like the main two for me. But, you know, if there was like some place that showed up and people were like, this is like, this is the spot, 100%. Yeah, I have no, uh, I'm not, I, I have no true loyalties. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'll always go back. Kai Ramen is like truly. Is there one uh, there by you? Because we, we would go to the one in Sherman Oaks. There's one like five minutes from, from here. Okay. So I think there's two locations. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's a place called Sai Kai, uh, which is right near the bun shop, which I almost said, because I wanted to. Uh, shout them out because Stephen Young owns the bun shop and he's from Michigan. Yeah. All the guys that own the bun shop and they have another book called Laces. They're all from Michigan. Stephen Young just got nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, it's hell very, yeah. very, very cool. Um, so I was like, I was like, do I do the bun shop uh, as like a comfort food? Because um, if you are listening and you are in Los Angeles, go to the bun shop. It is like truly mm, so good. Um, but there's a place right near there called Sai Kai. Um, and uh, Hannah tried their ramen and I think she really liked it. Um, I have not yet because they have bento boxes that are truly out of this world. Oh God, I um, love a good bento so box. Yeah, I've, I've been like obsessed with their bento boxes, um, but I will probably get the ramen fairly soon. Yeah, there. It was a long-winded, yeah. <laughs> no, it's great. Uh, I, I, I love though that you chose uh, like, like a restaurant um, based thing because i feel like uh a lot of people when i you know as we go forward with these are going to default to like home cooked stuff um Mm -hmm. and i which which you know obviously i love but like restaurants are so important to food and like especially within covid and everything like you know not having having them and having that industry you know affected the way that it has been I, I just think that it's really important to acknowledge that the the role that they play in like our lives, you know, totally. and um, how getting that that you can you can get that from a restaurant. It, you know, comfort food doesn't need to be you know grandma's recipe and everything. It can be this thing that you found through other means that means something special to you. And and I I'm I think it's awesome that you picked restaurant food. That's that's so cool. Thanks, man. Uh, having formerly worked in restaurants and stuff, I, you know, like those people work, those people work really hard. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. so I really, I, I do think too, it's like, I, I think I would have, I, if I had, I not wanted, had a desperate need for attention and need to be an actor. Uh, I think I would have maybe been a chef. Uh, I, I unironically love the movie burnt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know that that is going to get some questions, but I love that movie. I love movies where people are cooking and like you can hear the the, mm-hmm. like the the rattling of the pans. It's just it's great. It's so romantic to me. Um, you know, I I love working in a kitchen. I loved it. it that, I never did that. I, I, I that, wish I had done that. Just enjoy it. I don't know. Yeah, I I never like I said I never worked in a restaurant, but I I do honestly love cleaning my own kitchen. Um, yeah. It's you know I love cleaning the dishes. It's a weird, it's like a weird thing, but I yeah I get a real I get a real kick out of cleaning the kitchen. Yeah, and then and then when you're done, you have uh, you know you've got a clean kitchen. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Dude, waking up to a clean kitchen. It's like I always clean the house, my my apartment before we go on a trip because I love coming back from a trip to a clean place. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like and the same thing. It's like when you wake up in the morning. 
you walk into the kitchen and I'm kind of dreading this right now because my kitchen is truly a mess because I made these like beef patty sandwiches right before we had did this call. <laughs> uh, and I really made a mess in the kitchen, but, um, uh, I love like waking up in the morning and having like a little espresso and like, it's like a clean, it's just like clean kitchen. It's that, great. That description speaking of, uh, Makes me think of our uh, our main character in uh, Detective Pikachu when we when we meet him at the beginning. <laughs> oh, and wow, he's very right. <laughs> he's very fastidious and put together, and he's he's got his little insurance adjuster outfit, very stylish. You're a very stylish guy. Like, oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking. <laughs> I thought you were talking because Pikachu loves. Coffee. Oh, also Pikachu loves coffee. Yes, there's <laughs> there's like that the- as well. There's our connector. Yeah, we've done it. We found the the second. That's so funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you you chose Detective Pikachu as as your your comfort movie. Uh, and uh, I watched it last night. Me and Eric watched it last night, and I enjoyed the hell out of it. It is a so fun. fun ass movie. Uh, but but I I, I just want to start. Why Detective Pikachu, though? For 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 a thirty year old uh, to choose uh-huh. a two year old movie uh, uh-huh. as <laughs> and, and a two year old children's movie at that, I just think it's like such a fun. I don't know. It's it's really um, it's it's really like good hearted. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's it's. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love a good anti hero movie. I love a good like. I love like Swedish or whatever they call like a Swedish noir. Like I love dark. Mm-hmm you know, David Fincher cinema, but I think that there's something really fun and comforting and easily revisited about movies that are just like having a good time yeah, and are colorful and like, and just fun. Like it just, that, that movie has so much fun. And I mean, there's that, that whole, like that whole scene when, when they go to like an underground Pokemon fighting ring and there's like Pokemon that are beatboxing and it's Diplo. Diplo is like the DJ. Uh, it's like, that's such a fun little detail. I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, um, um, yeah. So I think movies like there's, there's another movie that came out recently called, I think love and monsters with Dylan O'Brien. Um, and that movie is also the same. It's like very colorful. It's very fun. It has fun. There's moments of seriousness to it, but um, yeah, I just think it's so cool. And the text is also such a, such a uh, fun world. Yeah. It's great. For sure. It's like, yeah. Yeah, so I think that that's like, for me, it's it's so comforting. Like if I'm in a bad mood, or you know, or I'm like nervous about something, or or I'm very anxious. It's like uh, it's a movie that I think too. You know, there probably is like a thing that harkens back to childhood because I loved Pokemon when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's something just like just gentle about it. <laughs> that I really love, you know, and Ryan Reynolds is like great, and Justice Smith, I'm a huge Justice Smith fan. He's uh, great in that. I, I really unbelievable. Like I, it, it was the second time I I saw it, and this time I really, really liked his performance. It's it's he's. Mm-hmm. I, I I was saying while we were watching it, like everyone in this is taking this world so seriously, but not to the yeah. detriment of the movie. Like they really know where to like. They really know where to wink and and where to to play it totally straight, and it's it's more mm-hmm. straight than not. And I think that's part of part of why it works. Is that you, yeah, you know that, uh, and and he does he does such a great job of like playing against probably a tennis ball or something, you know, for most of that movie. 
Yeah, you 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 forget that Pokemon aren't real. Yeah, like that's how well done. It also, yeah, the effects of that movie are just like they're like mind blowing. Yeah, like good. Yeah, they're um, they're incredible. Yeah. I, I I that especially like after they um like when when Pikachu is when uh all wet when they like wash up on the shore before the Bulbasaurs like you know carry him away to. You two uh-huh. and everything were like spoilers for Detective Pikachu. I guess it's, it's been out. It's been out. <laughs> I, I I would be shocked if there were people who listen to this show and have not seen Detective Pikachu. Maybe <laughs> um, crossover. Yeah, <laughs> like when when they, when he, they got him on the shore there, the fur to be wet and mm-hmm. dirty and furry and lit right and and it. It's in and feel as though it's in the like physically there in the space. That's incredibly difficult VFX work, and it's awesome for the whole yeah. movie. It's awesome. It's like yeah, I mean yeah, he's he's literally acting yeah out of the test ball yeah. the whole time. Yeah, and you believe it, and it's like he's so talented. And if you haven't seen uh, the Get Down, you should watch it. I haven't. Um, uh, he's you haven't. Mm-mm. No. Oh, he's amazing. He's unbelievable in it. And then he just has a new show out called Generation. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just saw. Yeah, that's. I, I didn't know. I that love he was Justice in that. Yeah. He He's awesome in this movie. It's okay. Uh, Catherine Newton's in the movie. She's great, too. Yeah. Sorry, I'm like sh- shouting out all these. Th- I think the movie's like, it's just so good. It's so good. Yeah. I, I bet Billy Nye is unbelievable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Always good in everything. But yeah, how, how much of the, the Pokemon plays a role? in this like were you a big pokemon kid yeah yeah i don't um it's interesting like i don't know if it like that is the thing i don't know the movie's just like it's so fun i I, I don't know how to like else to describe it but mm, yeah i think the pokemon thing does i mean when i was a kid i was obsessed like anything pokemon sure played the games like with the cards you know went to the movies like stood in line like i was like like obsessed and then that obsession, you know, led to Dragon Ball Z, uh, which uh, I think lasted a bit longer. Uh, Dragon obsessions, um, but uh, yeah, definitely, there's something fun and like you know, a, being a kid again. I think the other thing that movie does really well is it. It's like this is a world where Pokemon are, mm-hmm. but there are moments when Justice Smith reacts to Pokemon like, like he just re. It, 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 it's very much how I think we would react. If we saw Pokemon, on the mm-hmm. screen, you know, like he's just like, this is odd, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's odd <laughs> that there are these like weird little things that say their name. Yeah. Uh, and I just love, like you were saying, the little winks mm-hmm. um, in that movie. Um, so I think it does. It does a good job of like involving its in its audience. Um, but yeah, there's definitely definitely nostalgia factor. You know, especially it's centered around Mewtwo and Pikachu. Which yeah, like the OG, and they they even like make the first movie canon, where they're like, uh-huh. they're, yeah, where they're like Mewtwo escaped from this facility, and it's like, oh, that's the first movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Pokemon for me was mo- a little bit more of a flash in the pan. Like I did, I didn't get into after Yellow, I was done. Um, mm. But. Uh, you could surf with Pikachu in that one. Yeah, <laughs> he follows you around. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, but I did skip, definitely skip school to see the, that first movie in theaters, and was interviewed <laughs> right. by uh, Channel Two for in Detroit for yeah, like yeah. Do you have the interview? I don't have the interview. I I don't. 
I wonder if I could find it somehow. But I remember watching it on the t- on the ten o'clock news that night with my parents and everything, and it was like me at what was that? That was ninety nine. I was eleven, and um, so it was me, like eleven year old me. And I said something about how like I thought it was cool that they mixed CG with the traditional hand drawn animation. Like what a fucking dorky ass kid, eleven year old little chubby kid. And then, uh, and then they cut to the most stoned teenager who said, you and Mewtwo fought, it was cool. And then they cut away, and that was like their, the clips that they used. And I remember it's like stupid little 11-year-old me being like, who was that guy? <laughs> Why is your eyes so red? <laughs> this Detective Pikachu is also like a really good detective story too. Like it also has that whole part of it where like you take, even if you take pokemon and the nostalgia and everything out of it it still has that like comforting familiar story structure but i wouldn't say that it's you know predictable necessarily like i I, like i think that it's a good it's a good mystery you know like and it's got the detective and the reporter like his girl friday and like the whole you know it's got all the the red herring it's got all the uh the beats of a really good detective story. And I think it's, it would be an awesome way to introduce kids to detective stories. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's like a very, it's like a noir. It's like, it has like all the, the the noir beats. Yeah. Um, which I, I love, uh, I'm, I'm watching a show right now called Babylon Berlin, um, which is very good. And it's like a detective story, uh, about this guy in like the Weimar Republic. It's on German. It's on Netflix. Um, sorry. They're like, this ep- your podcast episode is me just being like, go to this restaurant, watch this show. Um, that's all I've been doing for a whole year. Uh, so, um, uh, yeah, it's such, it's like a cool, yeah, you're right. It's like a really fun detective story. And I will say this, I, I am a, a fucking idiot about when I watch movies. Like I love movies. Like I, you know, that's what I want my career to be. Uh, I love making movies, but whenever I watch a movie, uh, I have never met a twist in a movie that I have not been like, oh. and like everybody else can see it. And, and like, I remember I saw when I saw Coco when they were like, uh, somebody was, it was like, uh, it was like, oh yeah, that, that's not his grandpa. And I was like, when that reveal happened, I, everybody else saw it a mile away, but I was, I was blown away. Sorry mm-hmm. if I ruined Coco. Um, <laughs> been out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, for a movie like Detective Pikachu, yeah, the reveal. I was just like, oh gosh, yeah. like, I didn't expect, you know, ditto and all this stuff and Ditto's great. you have a hint of it, but yeah. it's, it's so fun. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it is a great time. It's, it's totally a great time. I could definitely see having watched this again. Now I could see going back to this movie myself for like a good, quick, like good time, like a comforting time. Mm-hmm. I, I think if it's, it's rainy, yeah. grab yourself some ramen, yeah. put on Detective Pikachu. You won't ever regret that afternoon. <laughs> you won't. I guarantee it. <laughs> Uh, we are coming to the end of the discussion, I suppose, where we get a little bit more heady, uh, again, kind of in a Pete Holmes way, <laughs> if we're going, we're going back to that. Um, but I, I want to ask you a little bit about the connection between food and art. Do you feel that there is an artistic aspect to food, a connection between food and art? Is there a connection think- between food and art in your life? Yeah, I mean, I think food is art. You just consume it, mm-hmm. literally. 
um, you know, there's so many, you know, not to sound all hoo-hoo, but like there are, you know, it's, it, it is a canvas and, and you see people, you know, make amazing things. Uh, um, so in the most literal sense, food can be art, just like cars can be art, just like shoes can be art. Three of the things that I love uh, can all be art. Um, uh, as in terms of inspiring art, I mean, like, yeah, you look at, you look at so many movies, movies, some movies are based around food, but there, there are movies that are based around cultures, which are, which are based around food. You know, I mean, from my personal experience, you talk about any, any movie that's set around Italians, there's always a dinner scene, you know, and, and, uh, so it's driven by that. So it, it's inspired by that. And there's always, there's, there's always just like a need to, to eat and to have community. And like, I, I think it's so interesting that in, uh, in a lot of movies, and I might be getting a little off base here, but in a lot of movies, you never see characters use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Not a lot, you know, rarely, but that's yeah. a part of our daily life. Right. Uh, and I always wonder, I'm like, where in the, where did the guy use the bathroom? Like, I always think that in movies. Um, if, especially if it's like over the course of the day. Yeah, like a, a like a ticking clock thing or like a 24 or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. And but but we don't but we never skip or rarely I mean like so many movies have a dinner scene yeah. or you're eating yeah. or or you're you're because it's just it's part of life. Mm-hmm. It, and so yeah, in the most literal sense, it can be art on the plate. Um but it is also just a you know, can inspire art um and it is such a compliment to Anything that's being created, I think, you know, I mean, Brad Pitt, he's eating in every frame of Ocean's Eleven, you know, what a cool, what, <laughs> why would they do that? Yeah. <laughs> but they do. Yeah. I don't know if that totally answered your question, but I, I, I think that, no, it, yeah, yeah, I, just, I love sure. how it's so, it's so interwoven. Yeah. Um, but de- food is definitely art in, in, in my book. I, I think that it's something that, you know like with this you know with this past year and everything and everything that's happened uh you talk about things that unite us and food does you know mm-hmm. like every culture has a flatbread every culture has you know these different things a soup you know like like you talked about your mom's soup and then ramen and then you know like you know my mom had chicken noodle soup and like there's so many different soups that all every culture has a soup every culture has a bread every culture has these things that you know you call it pizza or you call it naan or you call it you know whatever else um that bring us that really bring us all together because we all have to eat you know and then and then then we've we did this human thing where we then did this thing where we that we have to do to stay alive and made it interesting and like that's that to me is what art really is. It's like we have this experience. We all, you know, have our lives and without art, it's, it, it's drudgery, you know, like it's the art that, that livens it up. Art is the salt. It's, it, you know, the, it's the spice of life. Oh my God. I just backed into like the most cliche metaphor <laughs> in the world. I'm this hey man, live, <laughs> live, laugh, love. Baby. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no. I mean, you know, it's it's so funny. The uh, Ratatouille does a really good job of 
making food kind of seem like jazz at the top when mm-hmm. Remy's describing he's describing food and there's there's like fireworks with like fun jazz noises going off and I think that's one of the best um depictions of food I've ever seen because mm-hmm. there really is like a you know a good meal can inspire you to make something great whether that's food or whether that's another piece of art mm-hmm. um uh you know I think that that human beings inherently need to express themselves and we a hundred percent need to eat. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, it's really cool to see how in ways it's interwoven uh, and, and in ways that it's supported each other, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's just, it really is just the best. And, and we, we've kind of answered this already, but like my last question uh, and, and I, I, I'm sure I know what you're going to say, but like, can food tell a story? Like we've established that as art, but like, can it tell a story? Yes, a hundred percent. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. I mean, cause it's, it's, oh goodness. It's like, where does any food come from? I mean, we were, we were talking about like the ethical dealings too. It's like, was this food made ethically? Sure, you know, yeah. there, oh, there totally, are questions yeah. about that. Um, but then there's questions of like the history of the food and like the region that it comes from. And like, uh, Hannah and I are watching um, <laughs> another show, Rick. Uh, we're watching um, Searching for Italy, the Stanley Tucci show oh, yeah, on yeah. CNN. Um, and and uh, it's amazing because, you know, you, you'll eat this food and we, we watched one episode where, where he's in Rome and um, he goes to this shop um, in, in a not great part of Rome, but it's, it's on the come up. Um, and the cheese... Uh, this one restaurant is, or this kind of, I think a deli is like responsible for a lot of the neighborhood, you know, rising up a bit. And like, it's like, it's bringing good food to that area. And one of the top cheeses in that restaurant is made uh, by the women in the prison. And it's from like an ancient recipe or the jail or, or, sorry. Uh, What is, I mean, that's a story, you know, it's like, it's, Mm -hmm. can you imagine you're, 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 you're in in an enclosed space, Mm -hmm. right? And who knows what led you there? You know, like, it's like, how, how, I think it's amazing. It's like, you know, who, who cares? It's like, we're all human and we're making food and, and whether whose hands it comes from, you know, it's, it's, it's the spice of life. (laughs) (laughs) It really is. It's, but every food has a story depending on where the kids in the region, depending on anything, food, yeah, food, you're eating a, you're eating a tail. Yeah. I think anything that has a human element has a story with it. Mm-hmm. You know, any it's just we just inherently bring this with us as we, you know, through our lives. Like there's there's just mm-hmm. we're going to have uh, stories that are connected to it. And whether we're storytellers or, or not, it's there, you know. Yeah, um, totally. I love that. I just think it's so cool. It's just such a cool aspect of like something that's part of our lives every day. And I, I just like talking about it so thank you for talking to me about it um and thank you for having me yeah this is really wonderful this is we talked about getting going on a, on a double date we before, i know before, before it's fucking yeah, i know it, we got we absolutely that's that's one of the things that eric and i have talked about like a lot is like oh mm-hmm. after this we actually have to go out with the can. <laughs> we have to we yeah. have to we'll I go, know. we'll go yeah we'll find like a really good restaurant um, oh, there's, and, you know, yeah, we have a, oh, a long list of <laughs> of places yeah. we can't wait to to return to. Um, 
And uh, I, I don't remember if I, if I told you about this ahead of time or not, but one thing that we're doing that we've been doing on the show through COVID is uh, donating food-based charities um, instead oh. of uh, instead I, from your reaction, I guess I didn't tell you. Um, no, yeah, no, no. no. Uh, but I want to do I want to do a donation uh, as a thank you for uh, coming on the show uh, to a food based charity awesome. that means something to you. So if you don't have one, you can tell me later. I'll cut it in. Uh, you know. Oh, okay. To, okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I, okay, I'd love to give them a shout out. Yeah. Um, um, okay. Cool. And I'll match whatever you do. I'll. Oh, you, you want to like put in. That I'll do it. Yeah, oh, that's great. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll yeah, of course. Are you kidding? Pick one, and and we'll uh, we'll we'll talk about it. I'll I'll uh, I'll cut it in here. Okay. Nick has chosen the Asian Youth Center, and we're very proud to support their mission to empower low-income immigrant and at-risk youth of all communities to overcome barriers to success through provision of culturally and linguistically competent education, employment, and social services. We're specifically going to donate to their emergency food program, which has provided emergency food for hungry families since the early 2000s through partnerships with the L.A. Regional Food Bank and other community partners. Uh, We're so excited to support this charity. Uh, We'll link to the description below. So thanks so much for picking a very worthy charity, Nick. And check out a link in the description to the Asian Youth Center. (laughs) (laughs) Great pick, Nick. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. And uh, <laughs> uh, we're very happy to support that charity, whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. uh, so Nick has an amazingly funny stand-up special available on YouTube called Thin Walls, yeah. An Evening with My Neighbors. You can go and search that on YouTube right now. Watch it for free. It's so good. You shot this during uh, quarantine last fall, last summer uh september we yeah. shot in september yeah so i guess summer fall yeah in that area yeah uh it, with your uh apartment complex you shot it outside with your neighbors as the audience it's a, a brilliant uh uh thing to to come out of of everything and and hilarious yeah. too uh I'm, they're all wearing masks too i shouldn't say <laughs> that we made sure the whole crowd is wearing masks yes so I'm not. I got tested. And very distance, uh, and everybody fun. up in the, in the yeah. stairs and everything. Yeah, for sure. You'll see when you watch it. Uh, mm-hmm. it it's, uh, but definitely go check it out. It's so funny. Uh, I, I highly, highly recommend it. I, I would be saying that if we were not friends. I think it's very, very Thanks, good. <laughs> That's very kind. Um, and then uh, we will, I'll make sure this comes out before uh, your next uh, uh big announcement just you just told uh, us in, in the group chat about this today you want to you want to tell folks about where they can see you next yeah um on on yeah this just because I, I, I've, I've honestly i had to sit on this for so long and so it's very cool to be able to talk about it um i am giving a ted talk uh on it's already recorded it's already happened uh <laughs> in the same courtyard where i recorded my special um uh, on um, March 27th, so that's what in like two weeks. Yeah, not even. Uh, it, um, yeah, yeah. From the time we're recording this, it's a yeah, like a week and a half. Yeah, and that'll be from 12 till 2 Pacific Standard Time. So okay. I think it's three to five, three Eastern. to five Eastern. Um, but yeah, it's a TED. I'm giving a TED talk on uh, on making a comedy special in the middle of a pandemic and what that was all about. Um, so yeah, that's like the thing, and then. Uh, so whenever it comes out i am unless they cut my role i am in the remake 
of a league of their own on Amazon. So oh, awesome. Be on the lookout for that too. I'm Very so excited role, but... for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, those are, those are like the cool thing. I can like finally talk about these things. Um, uh, but the Ted talk thing is like, yeah, that's been, they just dropped it. So, so, uh, the tickets are free. Um, it's TEDx U of M. Um, the series is called ignite. Um, so if you want to see it, um, there's other, I haven't met the other speakers, but, but I imagine that they're all, I, I definitely have imposter syndrome. Um, because <laughs> I've watched other Ted, the Ted talks are just like, what, you know, like, how does the neurology of your mind, what do you think about when you die? And yeah. Like, right. I shot a comedy space. <laughs> um, so you should watch it for them too. Cause there's probably just amazing people. Um, but yeah. Yeah, we will uh, put a link uh, in the description to uh, both Thin Walls on YouTube and uh, and the TED Talk, where where folks can find the link to to free tickets for that. Uh, will be in the description of this episode, um, and uh, you should definitely go and watch that. I will be watching, uh, and uh, you should definitely check out the special as well. It's so funny. Uh, and I guess a league of their own when it comes out too. Uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> if I'm not cut, I had such a tiny role, but it's like kind of cool. So I was like, it's okay. very cool for sure. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we got to celebrate our victories. We gotta, yeah, 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 yeah. It's been a crazy year. Yes, it certainly <laughs> has. Uh, this has been uh, a a a lot of fun. I I, I really enjoy this. I, I'm very grateful to you for for doing it. Um, Thanks, for taking Thank the time. Yeah. I, I, I'm excited. I, I, I've been looking forward to this. I'm glad that we could do it. Uh, I appreciate you making the time. Um, and I look forward to when we can see each other again in person Ugh, and finally have that dinner. <laughs> I truly, man, it's so close. I, the vaccinations are like, they're around the corner. I know. Uh, so I know I can't wait. It's going to be great. Uh, well, get vaccinated. Yes. If you're listening. Yes, get absolutely. Va- it's, it's not cool to not do it. No, get fucking vaccinated. Uh, thank you so much, Nick. This this was so great. Check out Thin Walls on YouTube uh, and the TED Talk. Uh, link in the description. Um, I, I I said this in the first one that I recorded too, but I don't really know how to end these. <laughs> you know, like like with the show, there's like a story, so there's like beats and an out, and you know, like a button, yeah. you know. But with these, it's just kind of like, hey, thanks, bye. Um, yeah, yeah, you should do like Pete Holmes, just how you know, he fades out. He fades in and he fades out. Yeah, that'll probably be what'll happen. So we're we're ending yeah. it right now, and it'll just yeah, dip. technically right now it's right now we're just doing it. <laughs> D&D&D is a Spotify-exclusive podcast written and edited by me, James Gressel. D&D&D is performed by Beth Radloff, Mike Saigan, James A. Janice, and Chelsea Rebecca.